The Esoteric Education of La Chiva, a podcast from the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery. La Chiva is the demon in me, and I am La Chiva. And I say that because when I was little, and I was queer, they told me I was possessed by a demon. <laughs> Maybe they were right. And so, we are here. Um... I am a neo-pseudo-shaman, anarchist, queer, expressionist, spiritual artisan, witch, and diviner, and the proprietor of fishstorygallery.com. I'm a, a ordained fish storyteller in the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery, and all about that is to be found on the website fishstorygallery.com. Go and have a look and have an appointment with me if you like by suggested donation. Pay what you can up to the suggested donation price, or even more if you like. In person, online, we use tarot. We mostly use a deep connection to spirit and the knowledge that we will one day die to help us connect with each other and with your issues um, in appointments. You can also go to Patreon, where I'm going to be doing tarot lessons for patrons, one card at a time, synchronicitously drawn, ecstatically delivered. And uh, there are also other benefits to membership, like little cutesy things you can get there, but you're doing it because you love us, and because we love you by putting out this, and, you know, doing, other, doing by pay-what-you-can readings for people who can't afford them, which might be you, or it might be you someday, or maybe it was once you. That is the devil and the six of cups. That's what you get always. It wraps around just naturally to the devil and the six of cups. The six of cups being the card of mutual aid and care, and the devil being everything that bedevils us in this earthly kind of material plane, like money and capitalism and resources. Um, so that's always it. That's the devil in the six of cups. But nobody is turned away for lack of funds, and 25% of each donation above expenses is donated to direct action projects in our community, like the Islington Streets Kitchen, which you can find online, that deliver um, uh, daily meals to our neighbours who are unhoused in our community here in North London. And the now we go to what we're doing here. And what we're doing here is um, finding out today what root of the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery are we going to focus on today? Because we have six roots, right? Magic spells, which is doing exciting magical performances. You can see ours on... Instagram, Fish Story Gallery, you can see we do them on the moon events and on the equinoxes and just whenever, sometimes the gibbous um, and some wasp um, at Stung This Way on Instagram, Wasparella from the Rites of Hada witch punk band comes over here on a gibbous and we do a big magic spell. So that's magic spells. Then we do a... We, poetry and plastics, making things that come out of our souls and our wisdom and our minds and our hearts. And, and we do it with our hands or, you know, we write it. 
And then knowledge, we hear things said from other people. Yoga and meditation does what it says on the tin. And um, then, uh, oh, I'm probably missing one out, but let's just see which one we're given today to... Um, I have very little short-term memory left. Um, let's see, knowledge, divination, oh, ingestibles, things we um, put into our bodies. All right, which one are we talking about today? Meditation. Wonderful. A cleansing and all-embracing of the universe practice. A real trying to find our way to the experience of timelessness and spacelessness in this human form, kind of recharging our capacity to understand the infinite. That's a good definition of meditation, isn't it? Recharging our capacity to comprehend, to understand the infinite and the unvariegated from which we have come and to which we shall return um, after this material life is over. And I, for one, will be looking forward to a rest. <laughs> Although maybe we'll just be shuffled right back in here. Who knows? I don't proclaim to know. I just give some of my topographical, you know, um, insight into how it, into my cosmological viewpoints that I've gained through meditation. All right? Now, what topic is going to be, what golden topic is going to be in conversation with, so what golden topic is going to be in conversation with the root? The root is meditation. The golden topic is, I'm spinning. It is spinning. Helping and caring. This is prescient. Because we have this, um, we have an apprentice, which, of course, we always do. Because we have a dependent human child here. Um, we'll call that dependent human child Sasquatch Rhinoceros spirit. But it is a real dependent human child. And then we also have apprentice, which an adult person who lives here helps us out and participates in many, but it's not compelled of the healthful practices that we do at the Religious Faith of Fish Story Gallery. But when we're talking about meditation in terms of helping and caring, so for your child you care, you also help them. You don't have to help them sometimes, and sometimes you don't help them because they need to help themselves. But you always care about them, and you always care for them. I mean, in an ideal world, I mean, there are some parent-child relationships that are horrific and amazing, sort of interest, really interesting, wounded, damaged people emerge from them. But there's always some helping and caring going along, because otherwise the baby just dies. <laughs> so, you know, like, and the child just runs away or whatever, I don't know. You know, so if there's got to be some kind of baseline exchange, even if it's really rugged and, you know, and conditional and you know, predatory even, or I'm trying to think all the different horrors that can be contained in a caring and helping relationship. So many. That's the devil in the Six of Cups right there. The horrors that can be contained in a helping and caring 
relationship. The devil and the six of cups. Always back to that. And so, like, um, the meditation and helping and caring. Because what it is, is can you thrust it down someone's throat meditation? No. But you can create situations in which just they're invited to sit still and not say anything and not move for a period of time. Um, not under duress. But, you know, I've invited the apprentice witch to come meditate with me. We do some yoga to limber up the body. I think yoga and meditation are inextricable or body practice that is disciplined but gentle and about balancing those two is an essential precondition of um, easeful meditation in terms of easeful in the corporeal plane of the body. Feeling like your body is kind of okay. I guess you can meditate into stiff, into like atrophy, um, physical atrophy. But I like some yoga and meditation. So we limber up and we then do a meditation. And I say, just sit still. Just listen to the breath. I invite you to not have to think and worry about anything right now. Just to notice the sounds of the fish tank bubbling. And the dogs maybe adjusting themselves in their beds. Or even barking out loud at things outside. All kinds of things are going on in the world. And I invite you to just feel that you are in a moment of stasis, gentle holding within the swirl of the movement and activity of the world around you with no responsibility in this moment of suspension. I mean, that's the message I'm sending out. But, you know, whether a pre-adolescent child can really engage with that uh, without wiggling around or with any discipline or without becoming indeed resentful. It must be done regularly and from a young age, I suppose. Or, as a being becomes more independent, they must begin to see the usefulness of it for themselves. But at the same time, the balancing act here is then how do you introduce it because meditation is such a quiet thing and the world is so loud and yet you know it's going to help them and see this is my thing devil of the six of cups out always the conversation is in some ways about the helping impulse being a corrupting one the caring impulse being a corrupting one it's the yin and yang of it all isn't it I'm shuffling the deck because I want to hear a little bit of wisdom from the other side, as it were, about meditation and how you force it down people's throats without them feeling like you forced it down their throat. <laughs> so, like, you know, how do you do? I know it's going to be good for you, meditation. And you, why aren't you doing it? Why can't you sit still? Why don't you see that sitting still and disciplining yourself, I'm not going to move for these minutes... What could happen in that time? Even similar to the much more razzmatazz 
experience of I'm gonna run on this treadmill for X number of minutes and see what happens in that time. Well, you know something's gonna happen because you are absolutely invigorating the body and creating an intense um, circumstance of physical matter change in the world, in the material plane. And so that means definitely something's going to happen. In meditation, you don't know what's going to happen because everything is happening around you and you are allowing that while repeatedly doing something or saying something like breathing but in a very conscious way or adding even language to it in out as simple as that because the breath is always happening as long as you as a human are happening in the human corporeal form the breath is happening during that happening of your humanity in this lifetime the breath so it's always there but then you can discipline yourself to repeat some phrase or something or but you're doing something repetitive. It's like a circle working within a circle. So the larger circle is seeing all this stuff, the millions and billions of things swirling all around us as we're in this little moment of meditation and repose. And then the circle within that is how do we stay within that moment of meditation and repose, that little droplet um, and apart from the ocean there for a period of time, letting just being observing it all around and within us. How do we do that? With this little spirally over and over a phrase or just the circle of the breath and a conscious awareness of the circle of the breath. And that thing holds us in our droplet. And that's the discipline. The other thing that holds us there is just not moving. Not holding rigidly still. See, that's the amazing thing about yoga and physical practices, even dance, is that you find how to hold still while you're still in process. You know, so you're really suspended. Like, that's a very dance experience of suspension and release and all of that. So you're suspended in the moment of sitting. You're not plonked there. You're not frozen there. You're not rigidly trying to hold still. But when you think, it's hard for me to sit still, then you think, my God, it's... How can you... How agitated must it be like a shark, you know, always in motion just to even be consciously awake and alive? How frightening, how torturous. It's just a torture. Some things are worse than death, aren't they? And so it is how do... Oh, I was going to ask the cards. How do you... It's just... Ooh, one just kind of was engaging with me. The fool. Oh, really interesting... You can take a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. That's just what the tarot has told us today. That's just what Spirit has reached out and said in a really playful way, actually. You can tell people what meditation will do for them, and they don't, it just, they just look at you blankly or nod and say, yes, your wisdom is really helping me out, 
But really, they're just sitting there saying, "Why is he just making me do this?" So that's the kind of fool thing. It's like, are you banging your head against a brick wall and getting nowhere? This is the this is the query. Because when I draw a card, it's really just asking more question. The card is of me, and so it's like saying, "So what's the question here?" So it's about. Am I just banging my head against a brick wall trying to get people to meditate with me to see the value in my household during lockdown? Now, with your child, it is like, okay, this is it, the fool. This is the perfect meaning for the fool in this moment. Well, see, that's a master narrative, isn't it? Perfect.、Mm. This is the imperfect meaning for, of the fool in this moment. That with your child, you do provide the structure. And then, what they do with it is none of your affair. Or really, it is if they ask you after that. It's sort of like you can give it to them, and you must give it to them in the structured way. So this is like the the parameter around the zero that is the fool. The fool is zero card, right? The zero is at the top in most decks, and so the fool is like the big zero. And so what that parameter is around that circle of the zero. Is the structure you provide for your child, and then the uns the unknown of what they'll do with it, or even what they'll have the opportunity to do with it, in this crazy world of ours, where there isn't equal opportunity for anyone. Oh, and I've drawn the Wheel of Fortune card, another giant circle, that and another a the structure. Of change, and so it is. If you, perhaps, the wisdom is that if you bring the attention of those for whom you care and whom you want to help to the constant sort of inevitability of change, of like that, we are always in a moment of complete. Physical alteration, and our psychological states are also always altering themselves、um, all the time. So maybe all you can do is just say to people, you know, I, I hope、uh, for the best for you, and <laughs> you know, like I just want to bring your attention to the fact that one day you're going to die, and you know. Until that time, and even beyond that, the matter that was you will be in a constant state of fluctuation, and alteration, and that meditation is the way to cope with that, really. But not just cope with that, not just survive with that notion, but to thrive in it. So it's. Not just about survival. Meditation and caring for ourselves and for each other is about survival. Lachiva is the demon in me, and I am Lachiva. And this is the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery. You can get in touch with us on Instagram at Fish Story Gallery, on YouTube at Fish Story Gallery, and at Fish Story Gallery Two T O O. 
And you can go always to the website to get an appointment, fishstorygallery.com, appointments, or a pre-recorded tarot reading, and to please look and engage with the ecstatic exhibitions of Iola Chiva and Mr. Bubbles Time and others will be coming. You can go and find us on Patreon, um, where you will get tarot lessons at any tier of membership, and you'll get little treats at various tiers of membership. But what you're mostly getting from the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery is my unconditional love, our unconditional love, and our mutual care for you. Love you, sweeties. <laughs>